0: Welcome to another installment of That Metal Interview Podcast and we have with us uh, the vocalist and frontman for Cyborg Octopus, a badass band from the state of California and uh, we have the vocalist by the name of Ian Forsyth. I might be pronouncing the last name wrong, force it Ian uh, talks to us about uh, their new production Brand new, brand new album By the name of Between the Light and Air The brand new, brand new album You guys have to check it out Very cool stuff This is uh, prog metal, you might want to call it And uh, let's stop the talking And let's check out their newest video and single, Trash Island. Not thrash, but Trash Island. We'll be right back. Metal indeed, straight from the state of California, we have a uh, cyborg octopus, and that is an awesome name, isn't that a very cool name, right there, man? So, pick up their copy, stream it, their copy of their new, brand new album, Between the Light and Air. It's out now, it's available. And, uh, anyways, let's go straight to the interview with Mr. Ian Forsyth, frontman for Cyborg Octopus. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, New album coming out, uh, Between the Light and Air, uh, Mm -hmm. coming out August 26th, uh, Silent Pendulum Records. Uh, Can you talk to us about the making of this album, Uh, Rivs, you know, uh, who came up with the lyrics and all that?
1: Yeah, totally. So we actually uh, came out with our first album in 2016, uh, and then we were sort of writing, but not really much for about two years after that first album. Um, And so we had a couple member changes a couple years after the first album came out, Um, and so our main writer actually left the band around that time so um we as a band started kind of picking up the pieces we had like a couple songs that were maybe half done at that time um and so we kind of took what we had uh from there and you know wrote as a group so um our guitarist uh bobby he picked up a lot of slack and and Kind of helped create the new album and, and some of the new sounds we were going for um, And then Patrick Corona Is our saxophone and keyboard player uh, And he also does vocals um, And he did a lot of writing as well uh, Patrick's the only one of us that went to school For music okay. uh, So he has a music music background So uh, it was really cool to kind of work with everybody um, And then the lyrics were kind of a group uh, a group activity me and Patrick wrote most of the lyrics um but all the band kind of had, had input when it came to uh kind of what the songs were going to be about and uh everything's kind of uh one collective vision on the album so uh, it was cool to work with everybody uh you know the the creation was a lot different than the first album
0: okay yeah that's one of my questions too uh how is this album different than the first one so there you go yeah so
1: the first uh, the first album was written mostly by our main writer at the time who was David Wu Um, And so at the time, uh, everybody kind of had their parts and the parts were mostly written for us, um, except vocals. Um, You know, I worked with David a lot when it came to the vocals and how this album was going to sound, um, but most most of the album was pretty much ready. I would say eighty percent of the album was all written by David. The last one, um, and so this this album, I'd say, is a lot different. I'd say maybe twenty percent of the album was written by the band with David before he left, uh, and so we just took little bits and pieces that were left over and 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 then made our own um, with the rest of it. So uh, it was a very a group oriented process this time um a lot of sharing uh sharing guitar profiles and a lot of uh, pre-pro sessions uh, at my apartment i have a walk-in closet that's kind of our studio um so we did a lot of pre-pro getting all the guys over a couple drinks and uh you know thinking about how the song should go and
0: how how lyrics should should play out do you think you guys follow the same the same formula for as the first album or do you think you guys you guys just kind of push different envelopes and and experiment a little bit or, or what's different here you know
1: yeah yeah so uh, i think something we we really approach when it comes to the music is always stretching what we're what we're capable of you know we're always challenging ourselves yeah um, and at the same time we're always trying to do stuff that we've never done before so we do like genre blending. Um, you know, the last album had some classical songs, some some funk music. Um, there was a lot of different genres we were kind of hitting um, in the songs. And so we tried to approach the new album um, in a similar way in the sense of we all like so much different music. So we were all writing things that we liked. Um, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily sound super metal, right? So if yeah. we made something and it sounded kind of kind of out of... Uh, out of left field we, we thought hey how can we make this work or hey maybe this is a little too corny for us maybe we don't want this part right so we really thought about what was challenging us and what we thought would be fun to listen to you know um, with the last album we, we played live a lot that last album when we realized how much how fun the songs are if you you know have the audience in mind um, so there's a lot of different things on this new album, like gang vocals and just fun breakdowns, things that we thought would be a lot of fun to play in a room full of uh, full of wild people, you know?
0: So what's behind the name uh, Cyborg Octopus? Uh, and who came up with that?
1: <laughs> so that was originally uh, a David Wu idea, Cyborg Octopus. We wanted, two, we wanted two things when it came to the name. Um, we wanted, one, that it would stick
0: out, um, and two it would get people interested. So
1: I think when it comes to Cyborg Octopus, the whole thought was, Hey, if I hate the name, I'm going to see what this band's all about. And if I like the name, I'm going to see what this band's all about, you know? Um, And then over time, I think I've taken a new meaning to the, to the name of the band. Um, We're just thinking outside the box, man, you know? So when it comes to making the music, it's, it's, Open-minded, you know, we, we really love everything, and we're trying to jam all the music that we all enjoy into one album, right? We're trying to make something that we all really enjoy, um, and it really is for people that are not looking for a traditional metal album. Yeah. Um, and so, I think the name really, really kind of lets people know that you're in for something weird when you first when you first start listening. And I think that's that's great. We we've <laughs> over the years gotten a lot of uh, a lot of asks about the name of the band um and it used to be sort of a joke you know just a wild name for a wild band but we all we're all really attached to it now
0: after almost 10 years of being a band that's the baddest name it's a a a good marketing tool (laughs) right
1: yeah well these days everything you know you got to grab attention somehow and um i think we've always we've always enjoyed the name and i love brightly colored album covers um and so when it comes to making the album covers that's another part that we we love grabbing attention from people when you know you're seeing those bright colors and you're seeing uh, kind of a fantastical scene we love that and we love prog albums that do that as well
0: oh yeah people want to see something yeah i got you yeah, yeah. the music also has to say something and yours does for sure i heard a seizure of character that's awesome stuff man and uh well, anyways um you guys are in san francisco right are you guys the bay area yeah, we're all over the Bay Area, and our drummer's from Reno, actually, so our
1: drummer drives out here whenever we got shows, and we'll get all together and meet, kind of centrally located.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, what is it with the Bay Area uh, that uh, there's a bunch of badass bands there? I mean, uh, I just interviewed uh, Cody from Hatred, and uh, oh, nice. yeah, and you know the rest, I mean, Testament, you know all those bands, and mm-hmm. uh, endless names everywhere, Death Angel, and uh, what is it about that area? What, what do you think it is?
1: Um... I don't. Well, I think that open mindedness, right? I was talking about open minded. I think the Bay Area is a really open minded place, and I think just about anything goes out here. You know, um, however you want to live your life or whatever you're into, there's people out here that are that, that want to be around you. You know what I mean? So yeah. when it comes to when it comes to the metal scene out here, I just think since the very beginning, right? Since Big Four, since yeah. since. Uh, since bands starting out here it's just kind of influenced and made more bands start out here Um, and you know I went to high school uh, with some of the members of Fallujah so like there's a lot of kind of we've known people since way back, you know, so we all kind of grew up together and it's cool seeing uh, all these different bands that I grew up with all kind of uh, leading the charge with uh, a lot of the, the, new metal that's coming out right now. So yeah, I think it's just a, a good culture and the scene out here is great. There, there was a lot more venues pre COVID. Um, but it used to be really easy to just kind of get a show going just about anywhere in the Bay, you know, set up, even, even when it came to like house shows, you get a couple good metal bands for a house show and that used to be a lot of fun as well. So it's just open out here for a lot, of, a lot of different kind of music.
0: So give us your favorite gig and your worst gig. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> my favorite gig um, would probably be Bay Area
0: death fest, uh, 2018. Nice. Uh, we played, we played with uh, the
1: faceless Zenith passage um, and this uh, really cool band uh, of my friends called the undying. Um, and so that was a really cool, Cool show. Uh, We played Cornerstone in Berkeley, um, and that's a venue that I had seen a couple bands that I really enjoy. uh, Leprous being one of them play, and then it was really cool to for us to play. Um, And we also brought out new merch that day. Um, We made superhero capes, so we had superhero capes with our logo on them, Um, and it was really cool because people were starting circle pits with the superhero (laughs) capes on, (laughs) Um, and so that was really memorable for me. That's cool. Um, And then worst worst show uh, also in the bay area we played a show um at the X bar in San Jose uh which is a bowling alley and uh, and bar venue uh and it's gotten better over the years but when we first started playing there it wasn't so hot and uh we actually played one time without our drummer so we we played with a rope with you know robo drums okay
0: and and we blew the speakers in the first song with the drums <laughs> really wow so so pretty much the
1: entire set we were trying to like keep it together right but like all the all the drum hits and all the cymbals just sounded like farts Um, and it was so bad it was so bad and it was it was even more rough because i had invited some people that i work with to the show so wow we invited people that had never seen us before um, and yeah it was pretty embarrassing it was, but you know I
0: feel like every band goes through at least a couple of those before they start getting to the good shows <laughs> I can imagine the drum sound <laughs> wow. yeah it was brutal <laughs> a horrible experience uh, so uh, who are your some, uh, some of your influences uh, heroes if you will
1: Um, when I think of bands I love and am influenced by I think System of a Down is probably my biggest my biggest um, awesome. influence um, um, you know System of a Down is so out there and so weird and it's them. Like no matter what they make, it sounds like system of a down. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to be too high on my own, on my own supply here, but I think with the new album for us too, it doesn't sound like the last album, but it still sounds like cyborg octopus. And that's what I'm really, really proud of. Um, So system of a down is huge. And I just saw them for the first time with corn last year.
0: Oh yeah. Before you were there. Okay, Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was really
1: cool. Um, And then um, between the buried and me,
0: um, there, you know, oh, yeah. they started Deathcore and then just got proggier and proggier over
1: time. And I really feel like we have a lot of the same um, tendencies, um, and so we kind of do things a little differently. But that's a band that's a huge influence. And you know, if we could ever play a show with btBM that'd be like a that'd be a bucket list bucket list show for sure.
0: There you go. So you just mentioned uh, Prague and all that. Uh, uh, How'd you categorize your band?
1: Um, I think Prague is the easiest way to. To categorize right, um, yeah. it's weird It's weird metal that blends genres. So, you know, prog, experimental, things like that. Um, but, you know, we have all sorts of all sorts of songs. So, you know, somebody might like us from one song that we have that's like a funk song, and then somebody might like another one of our songs. Um, we actually have a song uh, coming out soon um, that's sort of like a, a Beach Boys, like a metal Beach Boys, like surf rock song. So, yeah. you know, people just end up liking... Uh, uh, one 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 of these songs we have and it sort of leads them to the rest of what we do. So I would say mostly experimental or prog, um, and just genre bending, you know?
0: Very cool. That, that sounds right, yeah. Any gigs coming up? Or where can fans find your, your tour dates also? Uh, Facebook, of course.
1: Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Um, that's where we're probably the most active. Um, but we have three shows coming up um, in all in California. So that's August 5th, 6th, and 7th. Okay. Um, and then we're going to be playing in Reno on the 21st of August. Uh, and then we're hoping to have maybe one or two weeks set up um, for the Western U.S. In, in October. So that's the goal. But that's still getting planned right now. You know, we all work full time. So we all have okay. jobs. Um, so finding, finding the time to get six guys together to just disappear on the road uh, yeah. is difficult. But uh, October, we're trying to get a good couple of weeks in for, uh, for people that are asking.
0: So, Ian, uh, awesome. yeah, uh, would you like to send uh, a message to your friends and fans listening to this podcast?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. To friends, uh, thank you so much for putting up with us and coming to the shows all these years. Um, to fans, thank you for waiting for this new album. Uh, I know it's been like six years since Learning to Breathe came out, uh, and we've just been trying so hard to, uh, to get this out. And uh, we're really proud of working with uh, Silent Pendulum Records. Um, definitely check out the check out the bandcamp uh the label's website and uh yeah uh, definitely support any of the bands on the label we're really stoked on kind of the label mates we have um and that's who we're we're hoping to go on tour with a couple of our label mates in October so that's that's the goal
0: awesome you guys are heading the right way for sure and, uh badass music and badass uh, work keep it up man and uh uh can't wait to hear between the light and air uh August 26th silent pendulum Record. so uh, uh keep rocking man appreciate your time
1: Awesome.
0: Thanks, Jim. Have a good one. A surfy progressive metal nightmare is what Trash Island sounds like to me. So uh, support Cyborg, Octopus, guys and girls. Uh, log on to their socials. Uh, purchase stuff from their store online and live. And, of course, support them live. Go out there whenever you hear them playing around, uh, playing somewhere in your neighborhood. Uh, go and support Rock Metal in general so anyways as far as our podcast that metal interview thanks all of you guys thank you guys for supporting us over the years and thank you to all the artists and of course today we thank mr ian forseth for making time to promote uh his latest album from his band cyborg octopus don't forget to subscribe to our channel a youtube channel don't forget to uh like us Follow us on social media and all that stuff. Thank you for downloading, streaming, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and wherever you might find that Metal Interview Podcast. And we thank each and every one of you guys and girls. And don't forget to keep it metal. Metal Interview...